0: Welcome to Queer Christian Conversations, the podcast where we explore the intersection of queer identity and Christian faith. I'm your host, Coach Yema, and I'm here to guide you through this journey. As an LGBTQ affirming Christian coach, I know firsthand that navigating these two identities can be complex, especially when fear, shame, and doubt are involved. That's why on this podcast, I'll be sharing my own experiences, insights, and strategies to help you feel confident in your relationship with God. We'll cover a range of topics from how to reconcile your queer identity with your faith to practical tips for building a strong spiritual foundation. Together, we're going to dive deep into the issues that matter the most to you. So whether you are a Christian who is queer looking to connect with others who share your journey or someone who's curious about how these two identities can coexist, This podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's have some queer Christian conversations. Hello, hello, beloved. Happy whatever day it is to you today. It is Friday, the beginning of a new month, September, and the last quarter of 2023. Like, how did that happen so fast? First of all, is it just me or? Is every day feeling like an eight-hour day and not 24 hours? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. And I really sleep most of it anyway. So (laughs) we are here today to have a conversation that I want to be more meditative and not as much coaching or teaching because I want to share with you all the process of healing and the way that I understood it. In the beginning of my journey, and the way that I understand it now, that has really been a major monumental shift in what I would call my healing process, or being and existing in health. So just off the bat, in the beginning, the fact that we call it a healing process already sets us back because we think that we are going to constantly be healing, which sometimes it feels like wisdom to say there's no end to healing. We're always going to have something to work on. And while that may sound... Good to popular culture and we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and we want to be mindful of where everyone is. I get all of that, but what the shift has been for me and I see has been for my clients that I've worked with is to present ourselves with the reality that we have what we say and we become what we behold. So if I am saying that I'm in a healing process, I'm always going to be in a healing process, okay? If I'm beholding that I am not whole, I'm always going to feel broken. I'm always gonna feel like there's something missing. What the, and I am gonna say, and I'm gonna be bold and say what the better way, (laughs) of doing this is, and this can be proven through neuroscience and our biochemical makeup, psychology, ancient um, wisdom, is to already understand that there is actually nothing wrong with you. That you are whole, complete, Well, for example, when we come to a practice of prayer or meditation, if we come to that practice as if there's something wrong with us that needs to be fixed, you don't ever get out of that experience the wholeness that you're seeking because you're actually seeking to be fixed because you already have this preconceived notion that there's something wrong with you what is wrong is our belief that there is something wrong with us what if you're whole what if you're complete what if you're perfect what if you're already whole and even if you want to think about well no coach i am sad a lot. I experience a lot of depression. I experience a lot of anxiety. Um, I experience a lot of all these other emotions that are on the bottom of the frequency scale when it comes to emotions. I've been there. I understand that. I've walked many people through that process. And what I'm giving you today, it's what has liberated me and when I have those moments of fear, anxiety, or depression, what moves me beyond those moments is not to become investigative about what's causing it. Because that's really the issue when we talk about the healing process. In order for us to heal, we need to constantly be, constantly be looking for what is wrong. I need to be investigative about my pain. I need to be investigative about my fear. I need to be investigative about this depression. And while there is some level of wisdom and use for that information, the, the healing, the health, existing in the health that you are desiring does not live in that investigation. So we have to become experts about joy we have to become experts in love we have to become experts in peace that is what we become investigative about we don't spend all of this time and i know uh that's why i don't really i honor therapy and therapeutic spaces and there is a place for that because again everyone is on their own journey that is why I really enjoy coaching because we are not looking backwards to what went wrong, what has happened, who did it, why they why did they do it, right? We have a moment, we understand it, but we don't live there. We don't set up home or set up house and make our bed in that space. We are looking forward. What is it that you do want? When I used to have the one-on-one, complimentary calls with people who were looking to work more personally with me. In the beginning of the conversation, I would have them explain to me where they are, what's going on, how did they get there, but that was only for the first 10, 15 minutes. The next question to shift us into what the work we were going to be doing is, what does it look like for you if all of those problems were solved? Because we have to have... A powerful why that moves us forward, and a powerful why, the substance of that why has to be a vision of yourself healed. It has to be the vision of yourself doing the thing that you want to do. What does your life look like when you are able to connect with God? What does your life look like when you do have the peace? What does your life look like? What will change in your life? when you have the joy, when you're no longer afraid of hell, when you no longer are giving more credence to other people's opinions than your own or God's estimation of you? What does it look like to be deeply connected with God? How does your life shift? What is that vision, right? Scripture says, without a vision, we perish. That's facts, y'all, right? And when Jesus says, when you pray for something, Believe that you have received it, right? We're not waiting for it to show up. You believe that you have received and all ancient texts will tell you the same thing. And I had this conversation with someone, one of the beautiful non-affirming people that pop up on and in our TikTok lives. And they were really insistent upon the fact that there is something wrong with us, and we need God to fix that. That Jesus came because there was something wrong with us. And if you believe the penal substitution theory of atonement, yes, that makes sense for you. But for the first couple of hundred years of church history, they did not, they did not believe that. Jesus didn't come because there was something wrong with us. Jesus came because there were so many things right with us, but we have forgotten what was and is right with us. We have forgotten that you and I are made in the image of God. We have forgotten to stare into the perfect law, the, um, perfect law of liberty. We have forgotten 2 Corinthians 3.18 to behold Christ so that we become that image that we behold. So what is the cheat code of, code of our healing? The cheat code of our healing is to behold ourselves already whole is to behold ourselves already healed, is to behold yourself as having the thing that you want to have because you already have it. The only reason why it's not showing up presently in your experience is because you believe that it's not there, that it's absent. And when the scripture says, according to your faith, it will be done unto you, this is it and let me take it to the scripture even more, when Jesus went up to blind Bartimaeus, everybody knew Bartimaeus was blind. Jesus knew Bartimaeus was blind. Bartimaeus knew he was blind, right? But Jesus still asked, what do you want me to do for you? Because we all see what the problem is. (laughs) I mean, maybe he did. (laughs) Right? Bartimaeus was well aware. That there was a world outside that he did not have access to through his eyesight, right? So Jesus, because some people are like, well, was Jesus blind? He, he couldn't see that blind Bartimaeus was blind? No, Bartimaeus had to articulate what he desired. And in order to articulate what he desired, he had to behold, he had to get an image of it on the inside of him to say it. And so according to his faith, it was done onto him. So right now for all of us, cause this message, uh, we have a list of the episodes that we're gonna be sharing about, that I'll be talking about, that you all gave to me in the stories on Instagram. And so those are still happening because our 100th episode is gonna be on coming out day this year, which is next month. But this topic has been brewing in my spirit and I needed to get on here and I needed to share this. This It's not a long episode. This is something that I want you to really sit with. I want you to consider, have you been in a healing process where you you have been investigative about what's wrong with you? Or have you been on a path of discovering everything that is right with you, to discovering your magnificence, to discovering your beauty, to discovering your awesomeness. Because when you come into prayer and you come into meditation, and there's, and I'm not saying like you can't never, you know, talk to God about what's going on that's not in alignment, but when when we talk about prayer that Jesus talked about, of when you pray, believe that you have received it. You got to get into prayer. And once you say it, you say it one time and you move into thanksgiving of it already being done. So if that's the mode of prayer, even with healing, physical healing, according to the scriptures, right, is by his stripes, we were healed. So the healing has already happened. You already got the healing. How do I access it? Through faith. What is the work that's to be done is through faith. And what is faith, right? The evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things not yet seen. I may have gotten that backwards. The substance of things hoped for, yes. And the evidence of things not yet seen. So we don't see it with our physical eyes, right? But it's in your imagination. You see it with your mind's eye. It's already done. You're already whole, you're already healed. Are you struggling with the fear of going to hell? You're not struggling anymore because you come to Christ and you're like, I don't wanna struggle with this anymore. I want to, what do you want? You don't wanna have a fear of hell, what do you want? You wanna be excited to go to heaven? Like, what is it that you actually want? What are you desiring, beloved? Get that down and it's the end of the year. Holiday season is coming. And family situations are going to pop up. Okay, we all have them. If I'm going into those situations thinking or believing that there's something wrong with me, I'm setting myself up for failure. I'm setting myself up to be further behind on what the healing process I think I'm on. The journey that you're on, all of us are on, because I'm including myself in this, because this message is for me as well. Because I had a moment a couple of days ago where I got anxious. And coming out of that moment, during my self-regulating and all of that stuff, when I got home, spirit told me, you keep looking for the moments of, where you don't have anxiety. And you're like, oh, that didn't happen then. And that didn't happen then. So I've been looking for, I had been looking for moments where the thing that I believed was wrong with me, where it was absent. So I was looking for the wrong thing. I've been looking for the wrong thing. And I swear that has been the theme here for me in mexico and i can feel like oh man i just sense the spirit of god in my body so strongly right now and so if my voice and what i'm saying <laughs> is sounding weird i'm just like being flushed right now with the energy of this message and it's so so beautiful oh goodness i'm gonna cry um <laughs> help me lord um so every day i go out to walk molly We're here walking by the jungle, okay? And I keep looking for serpientes, okay? Because I don't want to see them. I'm not fond of them right now. And I'm working through it. I've brought the fear down to about a five, but I still don't want to see them. But every day I go out walking Molly, I'm looking for it and constantly. I've been in this place for a year. Constantly, every day I go out, Spirit's telling me, stop looking for what you don't want to see. And so I thought it was just for the serpientes, but it's for everything in my life and in your life. Are we looking for what we don't want to see? And if we are looking for what we don't want to see, how can we shift into into seeing and beholding and visioning what we actually do want to see. So if you're listening and you are queer and you're Christian and you're like, well, I want to see myself living freely and authentically and I want to see myself having a deep connection, excuse me, having a deep connection with God, do that. Like put that on... A journal page make a make a vision board of what that would look like how how would your life change if you had that how what would change in your life and I want you to journal about this today whenever today is that you're listening what will your life look like if you were living free and authentically and open what will your life look like if you had a deep connection with God and a regular routine on how to connect with God daily What would would change in your life? And if you need help doing that, the Confidently Queer curriculum course is available for you. If there's work for you to even believe, to get to the point to believe that God wants to have a relationship with you, to learn the information about why the fear of hell is not relevant to you as a believer or anybody really, to understand how to get rid of any internalized homophobia that you may be carrying, the Confidently Queer online course is available for you right now. You can go, literally, go to confidentlyqueer.com, go to that place and purchase and enroll in that course and begin working on this today. And if you're not sure, like, well, I don't really know which one I really need to work on, you can take the quiz that's on the website. It will tell you and give you resources for which one of those things, Fear of Hell, of other people's opinions, desiring or feeling disconnected from God, whichever one of those things, if you're not sure which one you're struggling with, go take the quiz. It'll tell you and then it'll give you resources on how to get you to where you want to be. So I really just had to share that with you all today and it's just been such a juicy revelation for me that I've been just really enjoying I is just I had to share with you all today and in everything that we do I saw this on Instagram that really brought this home for me it was a I forget the account's name but it was a fitness account that said we don't go to the gym to punish our bodies for what our bodies can't do we go to the gym to celebrate what our bodies can do like, come on with that shift. So, that is it today, beloved. That is really all I have to share. If you're not following me on Instagram at Confidently Queer, please do so. We're also on TikTok. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it's been blessing you, make sure you share it and leave a review and a lovely comment. And if you are wanting to work with me and you have more questions, my DMs, baby, are wide open, honey. So you can slide up in there and let me know what your questions are and I will be there. I usually answer within 24 to 48 hours. So I'll get to you, beloved. So until the next time, I know this is a quick, maybe it doesn't feel so quick, but it feels quick to me, a quick podcast episode for you to just get you get you going and help you to make that shift to really step into the experience of health, the experience of love, and the experience of peace. Bye!